Welcome to the Inspired with Mika Lori podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. As always, I am super grateful to have you join us today. I have a wonderful guest. He's known as the Connection Architect. So it's really cool. We're going to learn so many great things. Michael, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you, Nika. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So tell me, what is a connection architect? What What do you do and how does that work? You know what? It's uh, It always stems back to my, my main mission. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my mission is to help people live meaningfully. Love and, that. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's kind of, it's too multifaceted. It's, it's living meaningfully, but it's also not having to feel the emptiness that a lot of people do in life, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The biggest way that I've found that I can help people come into this meaning, come into this purpose is through creating connection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not to say, you know, I'm connecting this person and this person. It doesn't have to be an introduction. Yeah. With with my first business, um, my, my luxury writing instrument business, I actually did that. I created those connections through a luxury item, yeah, through a gift or through connecting somebody to their own mission or values or successes. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. So it's just yeah. creating that sense of connection that really adds that meaning and value and purpose to life. Yeah. You've had some kind of interesting connections. I know in your bio, you talk about, you know, uh, working on projects with celebrities or having dinner with a, a Super Bowl champion. How... I mean, those kind of interesting, unique situations. How did you use your connections to make those things come to fruition? You know, it's it's all about the path that you take. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to I like to think in angles. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, it's actually a, a part of the course um, reconnected from twenty twenty one that's coming out soon. The side door method. This is this is my method, my framework for getting in touch with basically whoever you want, you know, are you familiar with the six degrees of connection? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So nowadays, well, I guess for anybody who's not the six degrees of connection says that's a concept that says that you are only six degrees of connection away from anybody else on earth. Yeah. And anymore, I'd almost say it's like three or four degrees. Honestly, it's surprising how connected people actually are when you start looking into it. That's exactly where I was going next. Is Love it. Yeah. <laughs> they say that it's four now. Oh, wow. Four connections away from anybody on earth, be they a celebrity, be they your next door neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, and so there's always a way. There's mm-hmm. always a path to somebody, but it really lines up when you bring mission and values into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, another thing that I'm, I'm teaching in that course is authenticity. So we yeah. deep dive into authenticity and really what it boils down to is lining up your mission and your values with their mission and their values. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in that way, if you create that connection, create that alignment, then you can always find a path. Yeah. Uh, for example, that, that celebrity project that I did with the, the turning point where we were commemorating a monument that was mm-hmm. going up to Hinde Wiley, the guy that painted Obama. 
Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I showed you a photo. There's this photo of me. I got my arm up in the air. We're having so much fun. It's so <laughs> fantastic. And I was able to create that kind of connection when I met him because I knew what his mission was. I knew the meaning that he had put into that statue. Yeah. And I knew what my mission and my values were. And I knew they lined up so well that I actually ended up having a great conversation with not only him, but his mother. You know, we're sitting there like a big old family. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's that. And it's just treating people like people. Yeah. We all put our pants on the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody absolutely. wants to lose that, that human piece, right? Yeah. And I think that that's what a lot of people fail to do when they come into contact with a big name person is they're so focused in their success, their achievements, that it almost becomes transactional. Mm-hmm. And they forget the human piece. They forget that they've got kids at home. They yeah. That they, you know, they maybe had to just, you know, fix up their house or, or they were stuck in a traffic jam earlier that day. Right. Or they're they're yeah. in the same line as you in the airport. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you and I were talking uh, just before we started recording and I was telling you about how I worked in a nonprofit or worked for a nonprofit fundraising for a long time. And the thing that I learned was that in order to go ask somebody for, you know, if I was looking for like a $50,000 donation or, you know, a large chunk of money, the thing that I found, the two things I found was one is, is you listen, it's less about talking and it's more about listening. And I think that connects back to what you were saying about, um, finding those, those connections that you have with that person. And the only way you do that is by listening to what they have to say. Um, but the other thing was building rapport with that person, creating that relationship. So it's lasting. And so it's much easier to go back a different time to connect with them and ask them for support again. So I love that you're teaching people how to do this. I think it's such an undervalued tool, especially for business owners. Absolutely. I say it's, it's one of the softest skills that you can have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people, people tend to, in our society these days, they tend to value the hard skills, mm-hmm. they tend to value mm-hmm. the frameworks. They tend to value the, the, the numbers. Yeah. The yeah. Percentages and everything like that. And we have all of that, whether it's in person, whether it's virtual, online, whatever it is, you always have those kinds of hard things to, to judge things by. But what we've lost within the virtual space in a big way, I think, is the soft skills, mm-hmm. ways that we connect. Absolutely. Yeah. What are what are some of the tips that you have, especially for someone who's just becoming um or just trying to get comfortable with being online. You know, the first few times, I know the first few times I did a podcast episode or the first few times I did videos online, I felt awkward and uncomfortable. And, you know, it takes practice to kind of find yourself in your own skin. What tips do you have for somebody who's kind of starting to move their business in that sense, or even just a personal adventure trying to get comfortable in the online world? Yeah, it's a big question. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) you know there are there are a few different ways that i could go about answering it um there's the virtual engagement piece where you feel like you're connecting with the the other person um in a big way where you know you and i are sitting here interacting i'm seeing your feedback i feel connected with you yeah Um, seeing how i'm talking with my hands and my face and my vocals and everything like that 
But then there's also the other piece where it's just human, where yeah. any new thing that you do is going to be rather uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? And so just do it. Like yeah. <laughs> that, that's the biggest piece of advice that I can give. And here's the motivator, right? If you have something that you can bring to the world, that's going to make the world better. That's going to make people's lives better. And you don't do it. Yeah. How dare you? That I love that. That's one of the biggest things I is I love. It, it was game changing for me when I kind of realized that because I felt like I had so much to share, and I know that my original stuff wasn't good, and you know, and it's it's always a learning process. But I still put it out there, and it's still up there because I felt like it's important to show you know, the authentic process that people go through to learn how to become good at a different skill. And so I love that you say, just, just do it, just, you know, get it out there and share. Yeah. I think think one thing that I talk about a lot is Mm -hmm. action is clarity. Mm -hmm. Got that from Tony Robbins. Yeah. So true. You know what I mean? If you sit here, not taking action and thinking about something, you do all the research in the world and you're never going to get clear on it. Mm -hmm. You have to take those first steps, even if they're in the wrong direction. Once you learn that they're in the wrong direction, then you can write yourself. Yeah, yeah. If you can take those steps, you're just standing still. Yeah. And there's also a a concept, and I can't remember where I found it, but there's a concept called the 70% rule, Mm -hmm. where you never never try to get more than 70% of the information out there that you can access. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So once you've hit that kind of, I feel like I have 70% of the information, you're never going to get 100% of the information that you need without action. So after 70%, get in there, do yeah. it. Yeah, That's a great, that's a great kind of um, tool to push you to take that step. I think, yeah, people are always striving for perfection. They want all the information. I want everything to be exactly the way it's supposed to be before they jump. And the reality is that you won't be able to jump you'll never be able to get to perfection before you jump. You have to jump in order to reach that kind of um, area. So I, I love that. That was a cool, cool idea. You talk also about understanding authenticity and kind of virtual engagement as part of your modules. What do you mean by that? Like, how do we use that as a tool? So one of the biggest concepts in connection is the perception of authenticity, Mm -hmm. right? If I'm here talking to you and I don't feel like you're coming across in an authentic manner, or if you don't feel like I'm coming across in an authentic manner, that interaction is down the drain. Yeah. Yeah. There's generally nothing good that's going to come of it and you're not going to enjoy it and you're probably not going to want to do it again. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So. One of the main keys that I've found in creating successful and effective virtual interaction is learning about authenticity so that you can translate that into your online connections. And I talk about this concept called irreplaceable presence. Mm -hmm. One of the ones that I coined, there's no way that you can replace being like if you were sitting in front of me there's no way that this virtual interaction is really going to replace it. Right, 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 yeah. We're feeling the same atmosphere. We're in the same room. We know the energy in the room. You know, it's it's just not going to be replaced. 
But what we can do is find out what creates that effective connection, what creates that authenticity, and try our best to translate that into online when we have to to go this route. Mm-hmm. How how do we? What are things we can look for or identify in order to um, kind of make that transition? Does that make sense? It makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world. And it's a, <laughs> a wonderful question that most people don't ask, right? Yeah, yeah. It's getting to the base. It's getting to the core. It's getting to that main concept, right? Mm-hmm. And that main concept is, is the mission. It's the value. That's what connects people more than anything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, within any sort of interaction, people talk, well, let's relate it to a, a general concept that people talk about these days is, um, is giving. Mm-hmm. People talk a lot about uh, contribution, about giving, mm-hmm. about service. Yeah. And small business, especially. I mean, everybody's talking about over-serve, over-deliver, you know, give, 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 give. But you have to have two points in order to make a line. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to connect with somebody, your mission and your values are the starting point. Their mission and their values are the ending. Mm-hmm. Then from there, you can figure out the route. I liken it to a roadmap. Mm-hmm. So say your mission and your values are you know, your, your starting point. Their mission, their values are your destination. Then you can figure out what road you can take to get there. Yeah, yeah. Is it a conversational topic? Is it a, a certain organization that you both enjoy working with? But you can figure out where to authentically create that connection and connect those two points only when you know what those two points are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that having that intent on understanding what this person is about that I'm about to connect with, what is their mission? What is their value? Like yeah. even before this podcast, I was looking up your profiles and saying, okay, what does she talk about? What what are her values and and what is really going to connect what I do with what Nika does? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love, I think that's, um, it, it goes back to kind of what I said earlier about connecting with people, especially with fundraising is, um, you know, it was about listening. It was about figuring out what they were interested in, what mattered to them. And the only way I would do that was by listening and being genuinely interested in what they were saying. And then that's how we were able to create that, that real authentic connection and kind of grow it from that. So I think it's really important to um, identify that. I love that. Yeah. You also, sorry, go ahead. I think a big place where people trip up is when they focus more so on one than the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when you focus more so on your mission and your values, that's called self-centered. Those are those people who don't stop talking about themselves, you know, and, and people will listen. But a lot of times they're like, oh, my gosh, when's it going to stop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After a certain point, it always <laughs> yeah. gets to that point, right? Yeah. But then there's the flip side of the coin where you're only focusing on their mission, their values, and it doesn't line up with you. That's going to do two things. First of all, you're going to feel disconnected from it. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be sustainable. Yeah. But second of all, think about like think about when you are coming in contact with celebrities. Think about fanboying or fangirling. Yeah. Right? When you're <laughs> only focused on what they do and there's there's no connection there. Mm-mm. So not only are you going to feel disconnected, but they are too. Yeah. How do we so you also talk about um, you know, connecting outside of your league. What is that and how do we actually go about doing that? <laughs> now that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, that's, that is a lot of the, the side door method that, mm-hmm. um, that I'm talking about. It, it relates very much so to the authenticity roadmap, you know, mm-hmm. finding mm-hmm. the starting point, the ending point and the roads that you can get, uh, find to connect those two points. The side door method though, is kind of when that direct route just isn't available. Mm-hmm. Right? So if we're talking, we don't have to be talking celebrities, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe you just want to get in touch with a dream client. Yeah. Or maybe you just want to get in touch with, um, a major authority in your space. Yeah. Right. There are things that you can use to line yourself up. Now you're not going to get directly to that person. So you got to kind of take the side door. And if we, if we continue with the roadmap analogy, it's really just the road kind of taking a bend, mm-hmm. right? So you're not going that straight route, but you're maybe taking a more indirect route. You're going, you're going a, the long way around. You're traveling yeah. around the mountain instead of under the tunnel. Um, and the, the less accessible that person is, the more indirect your route's going to be. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of get creative and figure out the ways to, to get to that person. The side door method is kind of a, it's a framework for finding those alternative routes. Mm -hmm. Kind of like we were were talking about earlier, you can go with organizations, you can go with um, anything that's really lined up with their mission, their values. You can go with, if they have a business, their their vendors sometimes get you in. If you can line up with, you know, you can make certain points, multiple points in that line that can eventually get you there. Yeah. It's all about those kind of, secondary tertiary and and out and out and out kinds of connections that can then ultimately bring you into that bullseye connection i love like i love talking about the you know the vendors or you know having that you know the two degrees of separation kind of thing have you found that once you so if you can get you know a step forward with one introduction. So one degree of separation and keep working from there. Have you found that there are tools or um, are things that you can do that help encourage those individuals to help you make the next introduction? So, you know, are, are we talking like coffee and, you know, lunch, or are you talking like, can I help you introduce you to somebody else kind of thing? How, what are the things that you found that have worked in that sense? Yeah. You know, um, coming back to the authenticity piece, you don't want to just overlook that person. You want to serve that person as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because they are a significant dot in the line mm-hmm. that, that you connect in order to get to that end point. So, you know, treating them as valuable, serving, serving their particular mission, whatever you can do for them as well. Um, so, first of all, is making sure you don't overlook them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... But also within that, kind of upplaying the connection that, that you have with the end goal person, making sure that that's very clear, and then kind of not being coy, not being too shy and saying, hey, you know, if I could do this with that person, what would the result be? What would the benefit be? This would be mm-hmm. an incredible connection. We could do so much for the world. We could do this, you know, for so many people or yeah. something like that. And if that person can then make that connection and it adds value to that end person, then, you know, I, I have found that people are very willing to, to hook you up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's awesome. I think it's undervalued. Like I said earlier, definitely. Um, it's all so, about those win-wins. It's yeah. a win-win. 
you know, and, and people, people get into either a giving or receiving mentality. It doesn't have to be that way all the time. There are absolutely tons of win-win scenarios that you can think of. And, and those people are not as inaccessible as you think. Yeah. I think that's an important thing to remember is that people aren't as distant and scary as they sometimes feel that, you know, it goes back to, we all put our pants on the same way kind of thing, you know, like people, people are real and genuine, no matter what level they've reached in life. It's just a matter of um, keeping that in perspective when you're reaching out to them. Perspective. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You also talk about, and, and before I say this, I think it's, it's a great tool because a lot of the listeners are kind of busy professionals or business owners themselves. And so, you know, especially with COVID and everything going on, it can be really hard to keep our clients coming back and connecting with them on a regular basis. You kind of talk about the secrets to keeping clients coming back. What, what is that secret or secrets and how do we do that? Yeah, I love it. One of my superpowers that I've found is digging up the, the core significance of something. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was so successful with the luxury writing instruments is because I could dig up the core, uncover the core significance or meaning that somebody wanted to put into the piece. Mm-hmm. And then I could represent it in that physical piece. Yeah. Yeah. You no. Know? And that's, that's kind of how you do this too. keep your clients coming back. What is at the core of an extended relationship, of prolonging an experience. And the secret is how do you effectively communicate your long-term appreciation? Mm-hmm. That's, that, is, that in essence is how you keep clients coming back. Now, how do you do that? Yeah, I have this method called the triad gifting method. Mm-hmm. And so this, um, this outlines a few different... Um, frameworks, I would say it's kind of a blueprint for, uh, for gifting. It makes follow-ups much more effective. It makes follow-ups much more efficient and it makes follow-ups much more effortless. Yeah. Because what you're doing is uh, to give you a very general overview, the, the, the three characteristics that you want in, um, a significant and effective gift are identifiable, lasting, and useful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if a gift has strong strongly represents all three of those characteristics it's going to make a big impact and it's mm-hmm. going to be a long-term kind of, of experience prolonged and so basically the question is how how valuable would it be if you could pick up the phone once a day and call every one of your clients that you wanted to yeah that you wanted to stay top of mind that you wanted to have their client loyalty that it, it was going to be a no-brainer for them to uh, to keep working with you, not to look around, not to look for something else because they feel so massively appreciated by yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So this this method is a way um, to to supplement those follow-ups because if you think about follow-ups, they're kind of inefficient. When you're not actually working on them, they're not actually happening. Yeah, yeah. And And your other option would be like a CRM or some sort of automated something and that's just in person. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you can, if you can make this gift really effective and really strategic, you can make it work for you like crazy. You can have not only your client, but their family talking about you and their aunt's going to be saying, Hey, you remember that thing that that person gave you? Who was that? You know, mm-hmm. their friends <laughs> are all coming around and they're showing it off. Like, Hey, guess what my real estate agent just gave me, you know, organic yeah. referrals right there. 
I love that. I think it's such a um, kind of underutilized thing as well. One of the things that I tend to do with my clients is uh, share different types of resources. So whether that's like specific recipes or books on topics they might be interested in, um, you know, or discounts on other things that I have going on. And, and it's, there's no, you know, ask for it. It's just sharing those things with them to kind of build that relationship and add value to whatever service I'm offering. So I I really appreciate that you're teaching people to include that in their business. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? And, and on that point, um, there's a, a little blueprint that I created and, um, can I give it to your audience? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I would be more than happy to, to send it to anybody. Um, how should I do it? I'll just get you to send me a text. Um, yeah, send it over to me and I'll share it in the show notes. So everyone can, sounds good. Yeah. It. yeah. Share it in the show notes, whatever I'll send it. It's called, uh, it, it's a blueprint that helps people connect in their social media communications. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a series of questions. It's like a thought journey to, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. stuff on, um, that, that helps you when you're crafting a post or writing for social media or something like that. So yeah, stick it in the show notes, 804-504-1303. Okay. Um, and I'll send that to, to anybody who wants it. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So tell me um, a little bit about the, the program that you have going on right now to really help with connection for, especially for businesses. Yeah. So it's a really exciting time, Nika. <laughs> <laughs> This is the first time that I have taken all of these skills that have afforded me success in the past and throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. bundling up it into one program. Yeah. So we go through these modules. It's five modules. We've talked about a few of them. I mean, the authenticity roadmap. There's um, virtual engagement, I think, is one that we haven't quite hit yet. Yeah. Um, so, But there's five of them. And this, these are the things that have let me translate what I do in person, how I connect in person, how I relate to people and translate that into the virtual space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so this is kind of a response to, to COVID, to the pandemic, to the online, to everybody being forced to online. It's kind of like we were forced into the same kind of bunker and we all got yeah. the same kind of resources. We all had to do the same kinds of things with it unless we take that extra step and really take the time to deep dive and figure out how we can do things differently and really stand out. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what the course is about. And I'm so excited because I, I think we talked about alignment. It's so aligned with what I want to do and just help people live more fulfilled, less empty, not have to feel like these virtual communications are so draining and dull and stressful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where can where can the listeners connect with you? How can they get, find the program? You know what? Send me a text to that same number. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time that this comes out, when people are hearing this, uh, I think there will be one more week. I'm actually giving out the uh, the secret to effortlessly keep clients coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that module for free. Oh, awesome! Okay. So so if they text me at that number, I can send them the link. Um, and they can they can get in on that, and you know I do that for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's to to serve, of course, but I want them to see what it's like to work with me. I don't want anybody to like jump into a program without having a taste test. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, figure out who Michael is. See what it's like to hang out with me for an hour. See if what I'm teaching really makes sense for your business. And then if it does, 
that's when I want people to, to either get in or if it's not the right time for them, send it to their friends. This is just, this is just going to help make the world better. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. So Michael, I have one last question for you, but before I get to that question, I just want to thank you for sharing the information today and, and for your interest and willingness to help people connect, especially with everything we have going on and the disconnect that everyone's felt living in this virtual world. I think it's such an important thing. And and I really want to recognize you for taking the, the opportunity to share this information with people. It's powerful. Yeah, I appreciate you absolutely for, yeah. for all of this and all of that. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> so much synergy here. Um, you know, when... Uh, when the virtual stuff hit, it kind of felt the same way that I felt in childhood. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of things in childhood. I played a lot of sports. I had a lot of different friends. I was kind of the, like, everybody likes Michael person, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but because it was so, so much, so broad, all of these relationships, I knew so many people. I saw the people who really had those deep relationships that had those genuine, authentic connections. And I just, it felt empty. It didn't, Mm -hmm. it felt like I was missing something, you know? And so when when COVID hit, when everything went online, it felt similar. Yeah. And so that kind of reignited a spark in me that I, that I wanted to not only not feel that myself, and that's probably why I took the time and did all the research, figured out all these systems and processes to how we can really create this. Yeah. But, uh, but also I want to do it for, for other people too. So I appreciate having me on here and and having this conversation. It's, it's fun so far and we're not even done. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So the last question I have for you is what advice do you have for someone who wants to make change in their life, in their community or around the world? It's a big question. Yeah. (laughs) who wants to make change in their life, in their community, around the world. I mean, I think questions are going to be the best answer. Mm -hmm. If you don't ask the questions, you can't figure out what you have to offer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In my first mastermind, first kind of high-level business mastermind that I joined, um, it's called Fast Foundations. And... Until I was in that mastermind asking, what do I have to add to these people who are either at my level or way past me? Mm -hmm. All of the skills that we've talked about, all of the the processes, the strategies that I've talked about with you today, I had them. I was already doing them. I had already done my first celebrity project, but I didn't see them as important or as valuable. I just thought it was something that I knew how to do. I was good at figuring yeah. out I'm good at it. Other people are good at it too. But until you ask the questions and, and see, you know, even asking your best friend or asking your, your family, like, what, what is my special value add to the world? Like, what do I bring that's unique and that can really help? Mm-hmm. Even a question that simple can bring up a beautiful idea, a beautiful mm-hmm. transformation points you in in a whole new trajectory. Absolutely. I love it. I think it's just a powerful thing. I I think a lot of people don't spend enough time asking those questions or just sitting in silence or 
connecting with themselves to figure out what it is they actually want. Everybody knows what they don't want, but I think very few people know what they actually want. And I think it takes that time, that willingness to ask those questions to really pull that out of themselves. So it's a great answer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To your point, asking yourself those questions, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just as important as asking other people. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Michael, thank you so much. I truly appreciate your expertise and your willingness to come on the show. It's been wonderful. You are fantastic, Nick. I've really had an enjoyable time here. I really appreciate this. Thank you. Hey, Nika here. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you found value and inspiration. If you have, I'd be incredibly grateful if you took a moment to subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend who you think might benefit from our discussion, and of course, leave a review. Your feedback not only helps me grow the show and design it to help you grow as much as possible, but it also helps others find our show in the sea of podcasts out there. Do you have a burning question or a topic you're dying to hear about? Please check out the show notes where you can record your request. Your question or guest suggestion might just be the highlight of a future episode. There's one more thing I want to share with you before I let you go today. There's a chance to get a free 30-minute coaching session with me, which could be featured on an upcoming episode. It's a fantastic opportunity for personalized advice and growth. And who knows, our conversation could inspire countless others on their journey too. As you guessed it, the link is in the show notes. So please check it out and sign up if you're interested. Once again, thank you so, so much for listening in and joining me today. Don't forget to act on the things that you've learned today so you can become the person who has the life, the career, and the success of your dreams. I'm wishing you a happy, healthy hustle, my friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.